0: Suck me, a me ding dong. Welcome back to another episode of Pod Fast and Pod Furious, week 3 of football month where we're talking nothing but hucking and chucking the pig skin up and down the plains of the state of Texas and also Los Angeles, New York, Massachusetts, Chicago, goddamn Canada probably. I'm Davis. And I'm Chance. I'm the QB, he's the what are you the R the RB. And I'm the RBing. Uh, he's the RB. I'm QB. RB, and my name is Rex Tindlesticks. I'm the QB. I went to Florida State. Now I play for the the Miami Dolphins. Rex Tindlesticks, and you're I'm Tavon Saint George. Tavon Saint George went to Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn played, right. Played with Eli Manning. <laughs> played with him back when he was good. Back when back when he was just a fresh faced young buck. Back when he got arrested for being drunk and public intoxicated. That's right. Tavin, you, you, you were with him that. I was night, with Rich. him. I was the one who kept telling him, take the shots. Take take the shots, boy. Take the shots, Eli. We said you're never going to be like your daddy. Take the shots. He was. You said y'all went out in the parking lot and then you kept saying take the shots, but this time you meant with a damn... 22 pistol. Yeah, man. With my 22 pistol, I also have my 12 gauge. This was an unregistered 22 pistol. Every gun I own is unregistered. <laughs> you got a, a gun rack in the back of your truck with an AR-15 back there. You got a scope. Yeah, got a bump stock it. on it. Got a bump stock. Bought that online off of eBay from me actually. Yeah, that's, that's how we met. What was my name? Rex Tindlestick. Rex Tindlestick. Rex Tindlesticks. I'm mostly. After I got both my ACLs blown out on the same tackle uh, by Warren Sapp, uh, I became mostly just an online bump stock seller. Yeah, you you really had the market cornered on the eBay. Yeah, well, ain't much to do when you're rolling around Miami in a wheelchair other than, you know, cocaine and buy up uh, black market bump stocks to right. sell online. That sounds about right. I also appreciate that you put a little baggie of cocaine with each of your deliveries yeah, you know it's like a Happy Meal, I yeah. like to say. Yep, just like my little Happy Meal toy. Just like a little Happy Meal toy. Except little. that shit got me fucked up. Woo! Some of that booger sugar. A little booger sugar. That's a little China China ain't, white. Ain't nobody ever died doing booger sugar. That's right. Not a single goddamn soul. And we import that down through the through the docks. We got a connection down in Bogota. Yep. It's actually the grandson of Pablo Escobar. D- Diego Escobar third. Yeah, old Diego. He's a good man. Yep. I seen him, good, amigo. Yeah, good amigo. Good I amigo. I seen him do, it had to have been a pound to blow off of a, a woman's pussy. <laughs> Her bare pussy. Her bare pussy. We, what we did, we got it liquored up on Avion Tequila, brought to me by my good friend Turtle from out west. Yeah, Turtle and Cuban brought it. Turtle brought us a, a case of Avion Tequila out on our yacht that we got. Now, Tabitha and I lived together. Yeah. On a yacht. Yeah, after you sold me that bump stock, it just, it was a match made in heaven. Woo, goddamn, let me tell you, we were like two peas in a pod, two beans in a stalk. Yeah. And, uh, I got the idea to live on a a boat from Sonny Crockett on the Miami Vice television show. hell of a show. Hell of a show. Grew up watching it, and I said, I am only playing for the Miami Dolphins. I'm living in Miami in the Biscayne Bay area. Yep. Selling my bump stocks off my yacht, uh... So no real return address on those bump stocks. Once you purchase them, it's a... Uh, yeah, I mean, they can't track you down that way. I mean, it's international waters. Ain't no fucking law right. out there. Biscayne Bay is international waters. Yep. A lot of people don't know that. And uh, I'm up on the uh, the 21st century now, uh, getting venmo cash to sell bump stocks. Yeah, getting bitcoins for it. Bitcoins. Still don't know what the fuck we do with those. Yeah, but. mine them or something. I, I've been looking into online about it. uh my nephew actually is a uh, like a black hat hacker yeah he knows all about them internet monies yeah my nephew is uh bruce tendlesticks old bruce old Brucey, little 15 year old brucey tendlesticks didn't Uh, get the football dna from you no no but he's a real geek he got a real you got got a real human brain in there god damn a real human brain a real human being yep um i ever seen one anyway yeah if you ever seen one so you know, we was out there on that uh, that yacht of ours that we keep parked on international waters in Biscayne Bay, and we had ourselves a little party. Our pal Turtle and our pal Cuban came. They had two full cases of Avion tequila, and our good friend Diego he and showed up. Diego Escoblar the third yep, coming and, in with uh, a big bag of cocaine. They brought some women, and we had one of them. She got real drunk. She said, "Shave my pussy." Yeah. And so we said, well, lay down right there. I'll, I'd like to note that it was consensual pussy shaving. It was. She asked to have her pussy shaved. She asked to have it shaved. And that just happens to be one of Tavins. But your, your name's Tavin, right? Yeah, Tavin. Tavin St. George. Tavin St. George. And that just happens to be one of your kinks is uh, shaving hair. I love to shave hair. <laughs> I, <laughs> male, female. I'm a man. hairy man. And, you know, it was really when I was I was getting too hairy and I started shaving it that I was like, I find this... Oddly arousing. I'd finish shaving my body to the point where I had no hair on me, and I just, my dick would be harder than a goddamn granite statue. It activates the pleasure centers. It really does. And you said it don't even have to be human sometimes. Nah, he I'll just... shave a dog if I have to. <laughs> and I caught you a couple times shaving stray dogs that you yeah. found in the alleyways of Miami. Yeah, you know, it was back in the harder day before we were making the money. Uh, women weren't really interested in me because, you know, I ain't got no money. I'm a broke weirdo walking around the streets of, of, down there in Bisco right. Bay. You, didn't, you didn't save any of that football money. Nah, blew I blew all. all that right. right up my nose and up my gullet. Right, because it was Ole Miss, and then you did like two years playing for the Panthers, I believe. Yep, yep. played for the Panthers, played and I was, I was going to uh, go play for, for the, the Oakland Raiders. You were there when Jake Delhomme was quarterback, I yeah, believe. Yeah, old Delhomme. So it was Om. more of a passing attack. Yep, and I just, I was like, well, I guess I'm useless here. You just unworthy and uh And then I got tackled and uh, I blew one of my nut sacks. <laughs> just one of them. Just one. I still got the other one intact. The other whole sack. Yeah, the other one just exploded inside and so they had to cut it open and when they did it just all goosed that gooed out and fell out. That was how we first met was uh we was recovering from surgery. He was yep. having his nut sack, his one nut his left nut sack repaired. Yep. And I was having both my ACLs that were destroyed by uh, being crushed by Warren Sapp. Yeah, I mean Warren Sapp's a heavy hitter. <laughs> He's a <laughs> yes, indeed. He just basically just laid down on me. Yep. And the doctor took one look when I got rolled in there, and he said, "You ain't coming back from that, Buster. Your ball days are over." Yeah, he said, "I know you. I recognize you. You're Rex Tindall sticks. Yep. Set the uh, all-time season passing record at FSU." To 8,000 yards in one season. Hell, it was only a 10 game season. This is a fucking hell of a season. I I was throwing about 800, 900 yards a game. (laughs) I ain't seen nothing like it. They never will see anything like it. (laughs) No, never again. But uh, I told them, look, I could roll out there, no ACLs. And just start throwing them for my ass. And uh, they said, no, you would be called down pretty much immediately <laughs> if you were to be sitting on your ass. Yeah, it wasn't going to be uh, a good idea. They, they were counted wor- kind of as a kneel, I think. Yeah, it was counted a kneel. And they were also worried about if you took a hit, it would be right to the head. Yeah, immediately. to the. They were like, they can't stop it, they, even if we were to penalize it. Yeah, you you're taking it to the head. There's nowhere else right, to hit you. Exactly. You know, it's a smaller uh, box, smaller hit box, as yeah. they said. I did want to double back to uh, when we were talking about you picking up them stray dogs in the alleyway, and yep. uh, you bring them back to the boat and shave them. And I'd say, God damn, you know, bring that dog back, put up a found dog sign or something, and uh, sign. And you'd say, Well, I-, I found a dog. He's a stray. He looks real ragged. He's been out there for yeah, know, probably should... probably weeks or months. Yeah, I find them with their fur all matted and they yeah. have like shit in it. And uh, you'd say, Well, the owner's probably long gone. So I'd say, Well. Go down to the, the, the below decks of our our ship that we live on together, yep. our duplex ship. And uh, we got a hole down there right there that leads to the open ocean at the bottom. Yep. It's sort of like a glass partition that just slides open. Yep. And we just got some sharks that are typically circling down there, and we'll, we'll just toss a toss a stray dog right in. Hey, halo. no, I'm shaving it. I just I do a little nick so it bleeds a little bit, and then it just, mm-hmm. the sharks go wild. Yep. You just, they, they come a-swarming. Yep uh yeah so you fed probably about 20 30 hairless stray dogs to the sharks that circle us in international waters down in biscayne bay i'd say that's a fair estimate fair estimate yeah. and uh you know sometimes we like to have a little fun if the uh the international water police ain't around uh you know coast guard whatever have you we'll pull out our ar-15s with our bump stocks we'll start and we'll, firing them off we'll open fire on them sharks is right. What we'll do and uh well, there's that one time that boat came up on. us. You said this is a bunch of goddamn Somali pirates, <laughs> and we just started firing on them motherfuckers. That's I mean, it right. just it turned out to be some tourists, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's all the same. What it's are you international do in the waters. waters? And we had our pal Diego Escoblar the third. Yeah, know, he had a means. ton of cocaine. We couldn't have no fucking police he was, coming. He was there doing a cocaine deal. We were trading some bump stocks for it and whatnot. And he said, "I'll take these bodies off your hand." And they, I think, they hooked up a tow cable to that tourist boat and just. Brought him down to Bogota. Did God knows what with them. Took him down. Just probably chopped him up. Chopped him up. Threw him in a in a in a barrel made out of tires. Yeah, that, that's typically what they do down there in that's, Colombia. I see that, uh, that that narco show on the Netflix. Yeah, I'm the pretty narcos. sure that's what they did. Yeah, Diego wasn't too happy about Narcos. Nah, he said a lot of it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. He said his grandfather's much better looking. Oh, than absolutely. That man. He said they made him out to look portly, and he said pa- Pablo was a. A man rocking eight-pack. Yeah, eight-pack, just a dashing son of a bitch. Yep. With, a, with a nice little pencil mustache like Zorro. Wearing pastel colors Wearing. and giving money to the poor. Just handing it out like Henry Hill walking into the Copacabana. Yep, yep, a good man. That good pay blow. man. Well, this has been uh Tavin St. George, and I'm Rex Tindlesticks. It's uh, been a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you to... Uh, Chance and davis for letting us come on in here and share our story i uh, got some pussies to shave he's got some pussies to shave i got some bump stocks to move on the black market and uh so you know call me yeah give call a call find me on uh i'm on facebook i'm on uh instagram i think i still got a myspace i haven't hey, logged in in a while but space. i think it's there yeah still got uh old tom on the friends list yep the top eight yeah hey, we're real tech savvy i gotta say for a couple of 90's football players I mean it's it's my nephew he's really he's really kept us in the loop that's right he's a a black hat hacker as well yeah he set us all up on social medias Mm-hmm. Social media. See, you're even hey. using uh, stylish abbreviations. Hey, that Mark Zucker you're dude like, will be real fucking you're proud like a, of me. You're a goddamn tech genius. All right, y'all. We're going to uh, hop on our uh, cigarette boat, and that will take us down, back down to Miami, Biscayne Bay, uh, International Waters area to hop on our... What's the name of our, our house that we live on, our houseboat? Oh, was. I always have a hard time pronouncing it. The Guatemalian Fever. The Guatemalan fever. That's right. So y'all come on down. We'll have some tequila ready and some straight dogs. That maybe he'll let you shave. Yeah. He'll let you in on that action. If I got knows, a few there. You shave. He, he might nip at you if you're trying. Hey, if I'm st- if I haven't shaved in a few days, you can always shave me. <laughs> that's right. He takes and he gives, like the Lord himself, like the, Lord, like the good Lord himself. All right. Catch y'all later. <laughs> 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 Woo. Yeah, those are some wild motherfuckers. Those guys know how to fucking party. They're really Jesus into shaving shit. Good lord almighty. Ten whole minutes they're talking about <laughs> shaving dogs. Shaving dogs, good, shaving pussies. Good Christ, man. They must have known that Varsity Blues was uh, not not a lot to talk about in this one, I don't think. Uh, just uh, some good old high school boys having a blast, living just, the days of their lives. Just some good old boys. I mean, it's just Texas forever. Texas for It really was a uh, similar... Not to Friday Night Lights the movie, but to Friday Night Lights the TV show. Yep. Yeah, it was more, because um, the movie, as we watched last week, check out last week's episode, shout out, shout out to last week. Yep. Uh, that was a lot more focused on the football. It's a very episodic, like, working its way through yeah, each game Yeah, each game, yeah. And this was more of a soap opera with football on the side, I would say. Yeah. And uh, it's especially even got the dynamic where paul walker is similar to street and yeah then, uh, well and even when james vanderbeek he's uh he's doing like his first like interview it's like he he comes off just like matt saracen did when yeah. he like got first string sort like that meek sheepish uh or, hey like, all yeah jason street is the red hot chili peppers and everyone loves him yeah. i don't know what i am yet i'm something different i'm sublime yeah <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, he's like, uh, you know, I'm only one man, so I just want to thank my team and thank the Lord. Right. And uh, there's a direct connection to the Friday Night Lights show, as you pointed out, that... Uh Oh yeah, yeah, Lance, Lance Landry, Jesse Plemons is yep. in there as he's what? He's, Vander, Paul, he's Paul, Paul Walker's little brother. brother. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because Vanderbeek has that weird that weird brother. Oh yeah, the kid who's the like cult the, boy. He keeps starting cults and he's dressed up. He's like, going through all the religions. Yeah, he's he's almost dressed up like the uh, racist character I was doing a couple weeks ago in the Meg episode. Absolutely, when he got all into fucking the the Islam. Right. I think I I think I got a handle on that character. Maybe we'll bring him back and yeah. give him some backstory. I don't know. Pop in one day. Yeah, maybe um so this is uh what was this 1999 i believe somewhere yeah it's like the american pie era yeah because uh this was parodied along with american pie in uh, not another teen movie 1999 january 15th they started the year of 1999 off with this golly man one last hurrah before Y two fucking K. You got James Vanderbeek's tall ass head, Dude, wearing, all across like, the movie screen. Oddly baggy fucking clothes. Oh yeah, the he, whole had, time. he had a pair of Jean on at one point. Yeah. That was just like, good lord, what are you hiding in there, son? Your corn albums. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was gonna say, parodied to not another teen movie because you had the guy Billy Bob, who's just basically playing himself in that. And yeah. Then, you also had the iconic scene with Allie Larder where she's got the uh, whipped cream and the cherries. Yeah, on but her the guy titties. does it. Yeah, it's Chris Evans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think. Yeah. Now, yeah. who who would you prefer to like walk out of the kitchen in a uh, in a in a fucking what 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 the hell what they refer to it as a the Sunday bikini? Mm. W- would I prefer Ally Larder or Chris Evans? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Captain Fucking America. <laughs> Uh, this was directed by, uh, what was his name, Brian Robbins, and we were going through that this man filmography. has only made bangers. Nothing but fucking fire. All right, five episodes of Keenan and Kel back in 96. Oh, here it goes. Oh, here it goes. Good Burger, 1997. It's, uh, a, it's a strawberry jacuzzi. Dude, sports theater with Shaquille O'Neal. Don't remember this show, but apparently it was on Nickelodeon. One episode of Cousin Skeeter, if you remember the Bill Bellamy sitcom with the fucking puppet okay uh they did this uh ready to rumble fuck yes i love ready to rumble a diamond upside down is a, is pussy. a pussy so you know the scott con double up right there yep. dude but, i used to rent that from blockbuster like all the time you were a ready to rumble thing uh, i love that movie that's when wcw lost my dad because they made david david, david uh, cap champion oh yeah <laughs> he actually yeah, like, he literally, literally was is, the yeah. champion of wcw If anything, that made me more interested in WCW. The most insane thing about Ready to Rumble was that they were trying to sell Oliver Platt as a wrestling champion. The king. The king, dude. I will rule you. That had that awesome match at the end. What was it, like three three? cages stacked on top of each other? And like Goldberg comes riding a motorcycle in at the end? No, no, that's David Arquette comes riding the motorcycle and he jumps off like a ramp. Um, they're fighting DDP, right? Yep, He's the DDP. yeah. He's the bang. bad guy. He was my favorite wrestler as a kid. Dude, DDP fucking rules. Diamond like, cutter, bang! If I was ever gonna do yoga, it would be DDP, DDP yoga. yoga. Save Jake the Snake Roberts' life. Yep. And, and Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Yo, bad guy here. Uh, directed uh, after Ready to Rumble, the classic Hardball. Hell yes, Keanu! We're recording this Happy on birthday. Keanu's 54th birthday. God bless the vampire himself, Mr. Keanu Reeves. Um, directed an episode of a TV series called The Nightmare Room, and it looks like that's Reese from Malcolm in the Middle right there. It absolutely looks like Reese. Um, Did two episodes of Birds of Prey. Oh, hell yeah, Birds of Prey. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, Did the Shaggy Dog, where Tim Allen, the remake where Tim Allen turns into an actual dog, and I think he surfboards at one point. Yep, he does. Uh, Then hit the uh, Eddie Murphy trifecta, Norbit, meet Dave, a thousand words. Good God, the man is just just home run after home run home run it's ridiculous he's, he's the bryce harper of of movie this is movies remember in hardball when the the little the little boy dies g baby g baby g baby yep. that he, poor bastard g baby raises arms in triumph i think you raised the whole team with him It's <laughs> my keanu impression it was a good it was a good impression yeah. I like the part where uh, he just randomly headbutts out a car window. Yes, <laughs> yeah, dude, like a fucking lunatic. Isn't he like an alcoholic uh, gambling Gambler. addict? Yeah. yeah, and he like owes a shitload of money. I, you you were watching one time. You texted me and you were like, "This guy reminds me of a combination between you and Price." <laughs> <laughs> like he got up out of bed, and started drinking a beer, and was immediately placing bets. Yep. Yeah, I was watching it when I lived over at Justin's place. It was, like, on Netflix. I was like, fuck it, I'll throw it on. <laughs> it fucking Hardball. And then you, uh, you probably watched it, like, three times in 48 hours. I, I did, something. just getting all drunk watching it. Yeah. <laughs> getting wasted watching Hardball. Hell, yeah. Michael B. Jordan's one well, of yep. his early roles, yeah. Uh, he plays G-Baby's brother. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw that shit in theaters with my grandma. Hardball? Yeah. So, and, and then Creed, right? That was uh, Yeah, that was the last movie the I saw with her. It was Creed, yeah. yeah. Michael B. Jordan, Connect. Bookending it, yeah. Yep. Beautiful shout out to michael b jordan yeah. s- sexy bod oh god he's uh, the things i would do to that man or let him do to me speaking of friday night lights vince yep. howard it's just it's all connected it is it's, it's it's a small universe and we're but tiny specks tiny in the... fucking floating specks the galaxy is on orion's belt it is that's i've heard that before yeah uh so we got james Vander beek take me uh, to yoda where's yoda James Vanderbeek, of course, is a star of uh, Dawson's Creek and uh, yep. st- Allie Larder was on that too, right? Was she? Dawson's Creek? I thought that was like Jessica Biel. Hold on. We had uh Vanderbeek, Katie Holmes, Michelle Williams. Oh, Katie Holmes, That's Joshua Jackson, about. Kerr Smith from uh yeah, he was in Final Destination, so him and Allie Larder. Allie Larder, yeah, Final Destination. Yeah. Busy Phillips. God damn, man. I'm to to go back and watch Dawson's Creek. This is just a
1: just a who's who.
0: Was James Vanderbeek Dawson? Michael Pitt uh yes well so awesome. it was his creek okay yes yeah, so james vander creek <laughs> <laughs> well uh james vanderbeek and uh Allie larder both in james on bob strike back god damn they're, they're a package deal they yeah. must be oh uh monica kina she was on undeclared and then she was the final girl in freddie vs jason oh okay wow chad michael murray god damn ken marino Hell yeah, Ken Marino. It just Marino. keeps going. Ken Marino's in Dawson's Creek? Yeah, dude. Ten episodes, apparently. Goddamn. Oba Babatunde, the dean from How High, also the voice of uh, the Jamaican dude on Rocket Power. What oh, his shit. Name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The big fat Con- guy. Wasn't in Conroy? No, Con- no, no. no. I'm talking about the Jamaican guy that owned the skate park. Not Tito. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Tito. yeah. Tito is basically the insane Hawaiian. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Oh, man. I bet Tito was getting fucked up. Shout out to Dawson's Creek. What if Tito's vodka was actually made by Tito from Rocky Power? <laughs> <From Roger Bauer? laughs> <laughs> um, so you got James Vanderbeek; he's the backup quarterback. Paul Walker, our boy, reading, reading goddamn Kurt Vonnegut's in the playbook. Yeah, reading Slaughterhouse Five when he's supposed to be looking at goddamn X's and O's. Son of a bitch. Um, and then you got Paul Walker, our boy, in the role he was born to play because he basically just gets to smash and plow sixteen-year-old girls. Yep. That's Which, all as we've come to find out is uh That's what he lives he right. lived maybe to he's, do. Maybe his number one trait. That's the number one thing he's gonna be remembered for is plowing sixteen year old. Pounding sixteen year old pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know we get vulgar on this show, but I try not to do it when it comes to underage girls. I like a nice euphemism, a nice plow. Not me, I get straight to the point. Straight to the pussy. Yep. Point at the pussy. Pointing at the young pussy. Yeah, so they were like, uh, it's like a group of uh, they were childhood friends, right? Growing yeah, up they played Texas. like Pee Wee and shit. Yeah, so you got uh, Vanderbeek is Mox or Moxon? Right? Moxon, but Moxon. my friends call me Mox. Red Med Mox, White Mox. Uh, Paul Walker, great football name, Lance Harbor. Yeah, he's QB one. He's got a goddamn billboard outside his house of him. Yep. Uh, then you got Billy Bob. This guy's dead. Also, Paul Walker's dead. So it was a little weird when they were sharing scenes. I was like, Damn, yeah, they kind of died like back to back. Yeah, this guy died uh, twenty sixteen. Wow, he said it was what liver failure or something. Yeah, like kidney liver failure. failure, kidney and liver failure after like losing a bunch of weight. Damn. Oh wow, three hundred forty eight pounds, and he had fourteen plastic surgeries to tighten and remove skin. Yeah, I bet. And then he said he had a hard time finding the roles that he once won. So that sucks. Yeah, like he'd... it's like he's trying to better himself, and then they were like, "No, we were typecasting you as a huge. Yeah, we guy. liked you as yeah. a fat asshole. Oh man, that's that's sad. Sad for Billy. Bob. Mike Myers wasn't gonna play fat bastard in Austin Powers. I was written for They're, you. they were but... gonna reboot it, <laughs> where he plays all the roles. Well, Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob. Um. Uh, oh, and then you have, of course, Scott Con. This is a uh, pre-fucking rules pre into the blue. <laughs> Dude, he fucking ruled in this movie. Playing something that I also am in real life, a tweeter, a tweeter, <laughs> a pussy magnet tweeter. <laughs> His character name is Tweeter, and uh, they're all buddies. We first meet them hopping in the back of a uh, big, big burly boy's uh, pickup trip. Fucking pickup truck. He's With got a hog nine on the side. Yeah, he was number sixty nine. He's no lineman. He was proud of it. He was proud and loud and proud. And he had a cool pig named Bacon. He has a hog named Bacon. That Scott Conn threatened threatened, to fuck. He said, he's all about his ass, dude, or something like that. First, he shows his asshole immediately as soon as he gets in the truck. Yep. And then he said, he's all about ass. And he said, I'll fuck your damn pig. Yeah, he's like, I'm getting laid tonight. Shit, I'll fuck your pig. He was the horniest bastard I ever saw before in a fucking movie. (laughs) at one point, they find out their sex ed teacher is a stripper. And like they stay up all night getting drunk, and then have like a big game to play. And Scott God just goes, "I can't get Mrs. Like whatever her name's fat ass out of my head." Right? She's okay. She's a sex ed teacher. She teaches them about boners and pussy and titties and penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. She says, "What's some uh, fucking euphemisms for a boner?" No, she says, "For an erection." And right? Then the for kid a boner. says, "Boner." She said, "What's a boner euphemism?" And the kid goes, "Erection." And then, that was uh, the joke. James Vanderbeek has a lot of them. He says the purple monster, or whatever. At one point, he says he calls his penis Pedro. He said purple-headed yogurt hose, or something. Yeah, purple, purple-headed yogurt vomiter. I don't know some shit. Tallywacker. Tallywacker. Trouser snake. Mister Olympics. Yep. The Eiffel Tower himself. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's twenty-four inch python. What's some mm-hmm. other names for a boner that you call yourself? Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's because all you fucking butts. Yep, I, I pull it out and it just looks like my dick's doing blackface. I call it the plumber's snake. The plumber's snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly cleaning out holes with it. But her whole thing was, she, okay, so she's a she's a milf teacher, right? Yeah, of sex ed. She's hot. She can get it. And then it turns out she also moonlights at a strip club. But she and she seems shocked to see the boys there, yeah. right? But she's also doing a whole teacher routine. Yeah, hot for teacher. Hot for... She dances a hot for teacher. She rolls out a fucking blackboard. Well, they allude to it earlier when she, like, says something to him after the game, and then she, like, hauls ass out of the, like, parking lot in a Mustang. He's like, man, she can afford that car on a teacher's salary? Right, but the whole fucking thing I'm saying is if she was trying to hide the fact, like, her double life as a stripper, why would she do a whole teacher routine? Like, you would think you would do the complete opposite thing of teacher. Like, you'd be... A uh, student. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot know. for student. Hot for student. Fucking Whoa. Paul Walker would have been way excited. <laughs> what was that kid's name? Vili? Vili something? Vili? You don't remember that chick? What was her name? Vili, uh, Vili, Vila, Fuck, What was this kid's name? Yeah, it was Vili something. In Vili, the... Vili Fualau. In the movie? Mary Kay Letourneau and Vili Fualau. What? Who the fuck was that? You don't remember this? Dude, this was, uh. Oh, dude, she was a teacher who banged the kid, and they ended up getting married, yeah. Oh, shit, they got married? Mary Kay Fualau, formerly Mary Kay Letourneau, is an American pedophile and former (laughs) school teacher. What an amazing Wikipedia. That's gotta be the only Wikipedia page that starts off with, is an American pedophile. (laughs) An American pedophile. (laughs) And former school teacher who pled guilty to two counts of felony second-degree rape of a child. Her twelve-year-old student Vili Fuala'u. Is that what that uh, that Adam Sandler? That's my boy. That's what is that? What that's based Probably on? Probably something like that. So does Macron's wife uh, have like a French pedophile? What the dude who's in charge of France, Emmanuel Macron? Yeah, his uh, his wife was his teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, But know, I don't think it was it's, ever. It's France. So. I don't think it was ever confirmed that they fucked while he was a student. Like, they say they, like, started hooking up, like, way later. Oh, yeah. But. That's still kind of. You know, weird. he was banging her out at school. It's like she was grooming him to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, shortly after a three-month stint in jail, Letourneau was caught by police having sex with Fuala'u in a car. Just, so she violated her probation by banging, banging the kid that she had been arrested and on probation for. At that point, though, is it rape? Uh, she soon gave birth to a second daughter while in prison. Jesus, this man so has some he, swimmers. Yeah, Fuala'u impregnated her, and then she went Twice. to prison and gave birth. Wow, good God! Uh, when Laterno was released in 2004, Fuala'u, by then over 18 years old, asked the judge that's the court to dissolve the no contact order. The judge complied. They got married in 2005, and she took his last name. Oh, sad ending. In May two thousand seventeen, Fualau filed for legal separation. Oh no! Oh, though he later withdrew the request. Oh, so happy ending. This is a real journey. Dude. That it's was like, a roller coaster. I had this screenwriting professor at Towson who was always talking about boo and yay. He was like, when you write, you want your characters to go through boo boos and, and yays. yays. Yeah. He, the man, Fuolau. So there you go. Filed for legal separation. Boo! boo. Later withdrew the request. Yay. yay. Happy ending. Fuolau. And they lived happily Forever. ever after. Teacher and student. Oh, they made a TV movie about it. Yeah, it was called That's My Boy. It was called All-American Girl, the Mary Kate Letourneau story. Oh, shit. Starring Penelope Ann Miller. There was a teacher at uh, Tuscarora who was fucking a student. Was there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mancus. Mancus? Yeah, that was her last name. That was the she girl. She was the girl? Oh, yeah, she was, that was the girl. Was it, was it Lum?
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah. Yeah, Brian okay. Lum.
0: He was fucking a kid. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I always just heard it. he was, like, creepy. Yeah, no, no. I I'm, thought I'm he got pretty, fired for being a creep. No, I'm pretty sure it was, was confirmed they, like, had a relationship, and then they, like, dated after she, like, graduated or something. That's wild. Yeah. There was some there was some school fucking. Then I was also taught by a guy named Brett Haight who. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I hit him. He got that was, arrested. That was after he was accused of. And everything him got him. dropped, and then he went to like Texas, and then got busted again. Right. Well, it was like what eighth grade. Yeah. So well, no, I, I was in seventh grade. And when he was it happened. accused of like groping. Groping. Girls, uh, right? Yeah. uh, We know the girl. Right. And uh, didn't they ask you to like testify or? No, they like interviewed, interviewed like all you? the students. Okay. Yeah. But then, um, I guess I would have had him like two, three years after you. Two yeah. Years? Well, they had it at least the the year after he could only have like male students. That's the way it was for me. Okay. But I remember I went to uh, I was supposed to have this girl teacher I can't remember her name and she goes Oh, we're doing an experiment this year. We want to see if the boys are smarter than the girls. So you're going to have an all boys class <laughs> yeah, that and wasn't an all experiment. girls class. So you're you're with Mr. Hate now. I was like, okay. You're with Brett. I, I had he no idea. Won't fuck the boys. I had no idea he was a, a diddler or a molester, and then yeah, he, yeah, he ended up going to was it South Carolina, North something, Carolina. something, yeah, yeah, somewhere down south, and, and he, then, yeah. he raped a, like a 15 year old. Yeah, went to jail. Yeah. So shout out to Brett. Hate <laughs> sexual sexual assault. Have fun getting your bread Brett. hole smushed in jail. No predators in this movie, I don't think. No. I mean, the closest we get is the stripper teacher, but, yeah. like, she seems to, like, turn down all the boys' advances. Oh, yeah, no. those a real, uh... She gets it? into, like, the stripping after, like, the initial shock of realizing it's them. She, right, like right. She goes and on and puts on a hell of a yeah, show. Yeah, she does. She's like, look, I'm gonna knock him out if I'm gonna do this. Yeah. I can't come out here and half-ass They've already me. seen oh, my tits, right, so yeah. what, am I, what am I doing now? By then, I've seen everything. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Um... The guy who plays Paul Walker's dad, his the actor's name is Richard Lineback. Oh. So you just slap an ER on the back of that. He could have uh, been a linebacker. What I found most interesting about this movie is that, like, the parents and the the adults were, like, clearly positioned as villains. Yeah. Um, There's even, like, some of the shots they do on them when they're at the, uh, like, cookout. The cookout on. was a great scene. Yep. That, was, that was maybe my favorite scene in the movie where... Uh, like these two dads are pushing each other, like, my boy's better than your boy. We'll have a competition. And they start doing, like, some William Tell shit, throwing footballs at fucking yeah. beer cans yeah. on top of heads. Yep. And James Vanderbeek decides he's had enough of this shit and just pegs his dad right in the fucking face. Yeah, I found it quite amusing that Vanderbeek clearly had a. Fucking gun for an arm. He's sitting, seated on the bench, and the ball comes over to him, and he launches it a good, like, 40 yards to this referee that's standing there and throws it so hard that he fucking knocks the wind out of the zebra. Yeah, the the, the zebra audibly goes, oof, oof, and he's, like, stunned for a good 10 to 15 seconds. Yep. Just waddling. Just but, waddling. yeah, meanwhile, everyone's like, oh, Paul Walker is a way better quarterback. And, uh... Paul Walker gets injured, and he gets injured because there's a big storyline with the old, old Buford boy. Billy Bob. Big Buford. Big Buford. Well, they, they introduce it like, Paul Walker's had a hurt knee, and they've just been putting fucking, like, cortisone yeah. shots in his fucking knee. Just shooting his knee up. Right. And I, then Billy I, Bob's, like, concussed as fuck. Yeah, his brain is, like, mush. jelly. yeah. Because they got him out there, and he's just running unopposed, and just smashing through, like, Three, four guys on a single rushing play. Head first. The football action in this is really weird because a lot of it was shot like low angle and it's like mm-hmm. super stylized. Like there's guys doing flips through the air and like that one guy we know is, does like a dolphin dive and just straight yeah. up puts his helmet into just a guy's face. Just missile launches at this motherfucker. It was fucking insane. Yeah, it was almost like it was, I mean, it was produced by MTV so it's yeah, like there's it a lot of like music tone. video vibes. Yeah. Solid so. soundtrack. There's a. Yeah. Uh, they played "There Goes My Hero" like twice. Twice, yeah, during the final game. Uh, so Billy Bob's all fucked up, and then uh, they uh, John Void is the coach, and he keeps pushing them and pushing them. He's and a real asshole. He is a dick. What's his name? Bud something. Bud. Uh, hold on, I had the cast list pulled up here. Bud. S- Bud Kilmer. Bud Kilmer. Got a stadium in the back. Sucking me. Him. F- <laughs> Suck Suck me, me fuck fucking me. Sucking me. Fucking me. Uh... They got stadium named after him. Uh, there's a fucking statue of John Voigt. I love that statue. I want that, that statue. Like, yeah. I want them to auction that off and me have money right. and I would buy yeah. that shit. Um, I think they should have made a statue of John Voigt. I would buy a John Voigt Anaconda statue. Fuck yes. If he just had the ponytail and yep. like the, the eye. And, he's just... and there's like a button that you can press and it does like some of the quotes from the movie <laughs> with this weird <laughs> accent. Yeah, exactly. He does the wink. Yes. God, Anaconda. It's a hell of a film. We should. Oh, can we do an Anaconda episode? Let's no. J Lo, Ice Cube, Danny Trejo, John Voight, John Voight, Owen Wilson. You know, I really am surprised. Like Danny Trejo hasn't popped up in right. a Fast movie. Yeah. Like just fucking Small throw in Trejo. in Trejo. You know how many movies we could do if Trejo appeared yeah. in one Good Fast God. movie. Let's get Ice Cube in the next one. Fuck yeah. Where's yes. Ice Cube at? Throw him in Hobbs and Shaw actually. Yes. That would I think that would be even well he's triple X. X takes care of its own. Yeah. So he's got connections. Right. Well then we yeah, watch the streams. Uh, twenty one and twenty two jump street last week. I just I was like, man, I fucking love Cube. Cube just turns in the comedic performance of a lifetime. Yeah, in both films. And yeah. Whew, it's getting hot in here. I can feel myself fading. Getting hot in here. I'm gonna take off. Oh my! Are you gosh. gonna pull a Billy Bob and start stripping? I'm gonna start stripping on stage and have someone hand me a beer. These kids, they keep getting beer like crazy. Man, at one point, James Vanderbeek comes in for Paul Walker. Hold on, did we get to Billy Bob passing out on the field? We were just there. Okay, yeah. The coach keeps pushing him, Billy Bob goes out and falls over. And After he's been, like, collapsing in class yeah, and shit. Like, he guy, clearly yeah. has a problem. He can barely get out of his fucking seat. <laughs> he's so fat. Yeah, he's fucking having nightmares, Vietnam flashbacks and he's shit. sweating his fucking dick off. Red-faced. He looks more like a hog than bacon. It's true. And uh, he falls, keels over, and this giant f- motherfucker comes and smashes Paul Walker. Yep. Just he, wrecks his knee. Just completely destroys him. And so James Vander Beeks comes in, wins a big game. Yep. And vanderbeeks he's a smart cookie, you know, he's gonna go to Brown University. He's like we said, reading Kurt Vonnegut's on the sideline. As John Voigt said at one point, you're the dumbest smart kid I've ever met. God damn. All he wants him to do is follow orders and James Vanderbeek's Beeks is just He don't do it. He and goes to the beat of his own drum. He's hard headed and he makes his, he calls his own plays. He, he wants d- to run hurry up offenses. He wants to do the oop de oop. Yep. He wants to yep. run the hook and ladder. He uh, looks like a goddamn clown. College out there running plays around. Yep. Yeah. he uh, he goes against John Voight's explicit rule stating that the black player cannot score any touchdowns. Right, that was John Voight's big thing: is that he loved to kill his players and he loved to be racist. Yep, and that's a... and that's why they made a statue of him in Texas. That's it's a very fitting place was, for him to have yeah, a statue. I mean, that's how mostly like ninety percent of the thing to get a statue in the South is to like you have to be racist as hell. Yeah. That's as long as, as, you, as long as you're racist, you stand a good chance of getting a statue. Right. So they will be erected statues of me outside the PodFast studio. Any He's day now. enough, yeah. John Torque's going to come by and help put it up. Hopefully yeah. John Torque drops by soon. We he know. was revving by while we were watching Varsity Blues. Well, maybe he'll make a return trip. Yeah, and so Billy Bob fucking gets his cat scanned. He gets his cat scanned. They said he has a normal brain. Yep, normal human brain. And he gets back out there and he... Almost shoots himself in the head with a shotgun yep, while wearing a cowboy his, hat. Blowing his trophies up. Ooh, God damn, I'm sweating under here. He's shooting his trophies. Shooting his trophies. He's fed up. Drinking a bottle. And, oh, I was going to make a point about the beer. Fucking James Vanderbeek goes to the store to buy a bottle of Coke. And the guy busts out a six-pack of beer. And he goes, "This is your money's no good here. Take Wait. it. And then James Vanderbeek doesn't even take the fucking soda. I know, I would have at least, I would like, can I get the Coke yeah, too? We, like, I came I, here for a Coke. I, I wanted a nice Coke. Like, ice cold beer, sure. Which I don't even know if it was ice cold because he pulls it out from under underneath. The, he there. just had it, like, waiting there for football players to come by, yeah. I guess. I hope he had, like, a cooler, at least, or like a mini fridge under there or something. Now, this is the same night that Scott Kahn steals a police car. This is yep. no repercussions no for No repercussions. It. Absolutely zero. He gets three girls, they all get fucking naked in this cop car, and are just cruising through town just scott con going wild rubber burning Scott Kahn's got his dick out, <laughs> swinging it out the window he back and forth. butthole in this movie. Like a metronome. Waving his dick like a metronome. Goddamn psychopath. And meanwhile, James Van Der Beek's just sitting on a curb drinking beer like a sad sack. Like a sad fucking Charlie Brown sack of shit. And then he goes and throws rocks at fucking Amy Smart's house. Good lord, breaks her window out, fucks her in a pair of Ginkos that they share. Yep, they just got in the they Ginkos together. They both <laughs> climb into one pair of Ginkos, one in each leg. And they just, they, they consummate. Just, they go to town. Which, and it's like never, it's like Amy Smart is Paul Walker's sister. Right. But they only like briefly, like it never seems like they're a part of the same family at nah, all. I, the ro- romantic angle in this film is very strange. It's like, weird as shit. Okay, so Paul Walker was banging Alley Larder. Then he yep. gets hurt, and she was like. Well, I'm hitching to your wagon now because, look, Paul Walker, he's just going to be a manager of Walmart and coach JV football. Yeah, she was hoping that Paul Walker was, like, her meal ticket out. Right, essentially, yeah. she's uh, She recognizes that there's not much economic mobility in a small Texas town yep. other than to get out via football, which is something we talked about in the Friday Night Lights episode, yep. I believe. And So she's like, I'm going to put whipped cream on my pussy, and you're going <laughs> to eat it off. and yeah. uh, That's going to be it. I'm a, You're my new meal ticket. Yeah, I'll be your... <laughs> Sugar bomb. I'll be, and be your meal. You be bear. my ticket. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hot damn! <laughs> no ticket. Um, nice indie reference. Thank you. And then, uh, but then uh, they start making out in the middle of the school hallway. In front and then of Amy Smart, after like Vanderbeek's, like shocked that Amy Smart saw it and is mad, right? And Which and she's surprisingly cool about the whole thing. Yeah, they were like, I thought she would be fucking goddamn fast and furious. Yeah, about it. she was just like, Nah, I get it. You're a fucking Mr. Football Star now. Like, fuck it. Right, but then uh, I guess he breaks up with Allie Larder and he's with Amy Smart at the end. I don't know. Well, really he never remember. gets with Allie Larder. Uh, okay. Like, because she came up to him after he like turned her, turned her whipped cream pussy down. Right, he was like, This is too weird because you're fucking Paul Walker and I think I might love Amy Smart and also yeah. I don't love you and you might love Paul Walker. And he may love you and who knows? I mean, who knows? Paul Walker may love Amy Smart. We don't know. We don't know. There could be some incest going on. Right, his father might be fucking Little Landry. It Look, child, it's possible. You know? It's Texas. Anything's it's, possible. It's Texas. The coach could be fucking that statue of himself. <laughs> I would be. He might be lubing that thing up, slipping his finger up and down. Slipping well, his, he's holding his finger out on the statue, right. so maybe it almost he climbs like up. I expected someone to like paint a dick on him or yeah, like, absolutely. have him holding a dildo yep, or something. Put a nice like a big dildo in there. Realistic, fleshy human dildo or possibly even the dick of that hog that uh, Biggie Boy was <laughs> yeah. driving around with. Biggie Boy was rolling with that bacon. Biggie Boy should have married the hog. If you ask me, there should have been. A I'm pretty sure he fucked that hog. And, uh, he definitely, absolutely fucked that hog. At one point, he Scott Conn was, was joking about it, but we know we know that Billy Bob, Buster Boy, fucking that pig, bog, 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 balls, bog balls, bog balls, the fifth. He's fucking that pig. He's fucking that pig, bacon, giving it the deep dick. He was giving it his bacon. Yes, sir. roll it around in the hay with it. Uh, he, at one point, he was getting the pig drunk. He was just feeding it beer. Feeding it beer, and then he gets so fucked up that his head starts shaking like a goddamn paint can <laughs> at Sherwin Williams. Yeah, dude, just starts waving it goes, around. He goes yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes and pukes in a right. washing machine. His first idea is to go puke in the washing machine. Walks he passes around, through up, the yeah. kitchen where the sink is. Right. Like the door to outside was right behind right. him. Trash can, maybe. Yeah, no, Cook. just nope. washing, washing machine. machine. And then fucking Paul Walker is plowing Allie Larder right there on top of the dryer. And apparently he's like, he said he needed to conserve his energy, so he didn't want to fuck because he was afraid he'd get too tired, even though this was after they won a game. Right. So she just says, let the dryer do the work. Was it on? Okay, Yeah, she turned it on. I I was going to say, like, three reasons. One, it would vibrate. Yep. Good, good for sex. Two, it would be noisy covers Look. up the sounds of right sex. party's already pretty loud i'm sure but you know anything helps three warm yeah nice and warm on the undercarriage right warms up her ass warms up her pussy warms up her grundle yep warms up his balls yeah warms up his nice and warmed up the nope. front of his legs you know it's even. like when doctors try to like warm their hands before they yeah. do like the stethoscope and shit <laughs> like that yep Right, I mean, a doctor's not going to come and give you a physical and just grab your balls. Nah, like you know. cold, you know. Nobody's diving in, diving into the deep end like that. Let me be polite. If I'm going to grope your nuts, right? They should come in wearing mittens instead mm-hmm. of uh, plastic latex gloves. Yeah, but then they gotta like feel, you know, they gotta, you, you gotta be able to feel the bumps and stuff. When's the last time a doctor grabbed your nutsack? Um, probably like 10 years ago. Yeah, I haven't had a good physical, like, like I mean, I've had physical since then, but they don't really grab your balls, I guess, anymore. I haven't had physical, I haven't been to the doctor in like ever. How you know you don't got AIDS, motherfucker? I mean, I've gone, and, like, gotten tested for STDs. It's not the same. Oh, yeah, well. But yeah, I'm just expecting. What do they do? Swab your dick with a Q tip? No, I don't do that anymore. They just, like, draw blood. (laughs) Nah, but uh, I'm always afraid now that, like, next time I go into the doctor, they're going to be like, you got cancer. Like, you should have came in here, like, eight years ago. Oh, man, when I was in the hospital, motherfuckers drew blood, and the doctor comes in, he goes, you got hepatitis or anything? And I was like, no. Not that I know of. He was like, oh, man, your liver's all fucked up. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, oh, dude, my liver was jacked. He wanted to keep me in there for an extra day and i was like i can't do it dude he was like well there you run the risk of like turning purple and falling over and dying or no turning yellow is Turn yellow, said. yeah the godness yeah. or whatever and i was like well i'm gonna have to run that risk damn you you did that much of a hurt on your liver in that like oh, week he, and a half he, or whatever he said it was like fatty and it was like gross and he said the the levels of something that was i have the chart somewhere at home and he was like he's like the problem we're seeing is that this just keeps going up by the day. He was like, I want to hold you in another day and see if this goes down. He's like, it just keeps going up. And he was like, so the worry is that we let you out of here and these enzyme levels just keep going up and up and up. Yeah. It's like your liver's producing this to combat the alcohol that's not being pumped in there anymore. So, But, hey. Hey, here you are. 60-plus days later, I'm still hanging in there. So, hey, Dr. Suck it. Dr. Rusu. He was Romanian or some shit. Dr. Dingus. Fuck you, dude. What do you know, Doc? Not jack shit. Got your degree in fucking Romania. What are you a doctor of? Dracula's? (laughs) Maybe if I was sucking blood, you'd know more about it. (laughs) I'll suck the blood out of your dick, motherfucker. (laughs) Well, that's wild. What a wild ride. Oh, man. Anyway, uh... Basically, the film is a battle between uh, the the students and the coach and the adults, and it's sort of like this idea of, like, uh... Adults don't know what's best for children. Children. Y'all don't know what's best for the kids. Leave them be. Think let of them, the let children. Let them live their lives, you know? Quit forcing Fo- your footballs on them. Football ain't everything. Well, I thought it was funny, um... Because we got the kid who's like trying to be Muslim, and then he starts a cult, and then his dad goes, "No more religion for you. You're playing football." Yep, which, which is a religion. Football's literally a religion down here. Look, we go there every Sunday, every Friday. We congregate in the masses. Well, I did like well, how this movie answered the age old question of would Allah bang out Darcy, and the Ali answer Lurder. was yes. Yeah, so I, the once and for all, finally, as we know, we know that Allah, Allah would fuck Ellie a la larder a la larder hell who wouldn't clear rivers final destination she died in the second one that was yep. sad got blown up in a hospital death catches up with all of us doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it final destination 2 probably the best one yeah I like final destination 2 got that cool car crash at the beginning yeah shit i need to rewatch the final got, destination uh... movies oh yeah devin sawa yep De- like god sawa god man fucking 90s heartthrob tony, casper himself tony todd the candy man tony, i've worked with tony Todd's. oh yeah man i think you told me that yeah Yep. Was he's it, a like very a, nice on a, guy on a uva bowl production or no nah, it was some uh web series we did oh yeah that's right yeah you like some monsters and school bullshit i don't know oh it was stupid god todd but he was, was cool he was cool yeah he was cool as shit. that's good to hear i like tony todd he seems like a cool dude Tony Todd should have been in this. He should have been. There's only like that one black guy really. Right? Yeah, on the team. Yeah. I mean it's very representative of Texas in the nineties, well, I, I guess. I guess. Well they had uh they had more in Friday Night Lights. They had Booby Boobie. Ivory. Yep. Those are the two main ones. Those are yeah, those are the two that There's, stand out. There's probably some more. There was that whole team. The bad guys who smashed Paul Walker are all black, I noticed. Yeah. That seems to be a common thing with these uh texas football vehicles is that uh the black teams right, are the bad guys right they have these massive savages it was probably what uh coach john voight would say yeah we have to go out of there and destroy them savages there's a team full of savages they are twice your size right there's a guy listening to the door with a stethoscope and he goes god damn we was right in putting that statue up this is the most racist my... man i ever heard in my life shit i think we should get him another statue <laughs> put a second one up Two statues back to back like the cover of Lethal Weapon 3 with a third <laughs> statue of him popping up real <laughs> tiny like to terrible. represent Joe Pesci. <laughs> the worst Lethal Weapon. Agreed. Agreed. Three yeah. is a real sticker. Three head yeah, sucks. I think he shoots the guy through the front of a bulldozer with armor-piercing rounds. <laughs> yes. or Something. It's like at a construction site. Yep. It's also got that stupid car chase toward the beginning with the fire truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or is an ambulance? Or ambulance. It's right. like a fat lady cop. She's like ah.
1: Yeah, she's like yelling. And she starts it. like
0: kissing Danny Glover or yeah, yeah, something. Dude, she's all about fucking Murtaugh. Oh man, what a mess. Yeah, that movie's woof, woof, guys. Planet money. I'm getting do over this shit. No, man. Lethal Weapon filming. Clayne Crawford did a fucking interview. I saw that. He wasn't happy. Nah, dude. He went in on it. He. It sounds like I, I know somebody who works on Lethal Weapon. Um, I didn't realize that he worked on it, so he like let me in on a bunch of secrets when we were playing some Vigia games together. Oh, shit. Yeah. He he sides with Clayne. Yeah. I but uh, was... Jordan Brewster left the show. I saw that. Yeah. It was an acrimonious split. Yep. He was saying some nasty things about Damon Wayans Sr. Yep. I did say that he was, I saw that, uh, he, he said, oh, Damon Wayans Jr., great guy, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, he didn't mean to shit on the Wayans family or anything. He was. He said he was excited to work with Damon Wayans Sr. when he first got the show, and then he was like, I think I, he said Damon Wayans didn't even want to do the show. Yeah, like, no, he, he, it's He just... essentially shot the pilot as a favor because he wanted yeah. to pitch another TV show, and then he got stuck doing Lethal yep. Weapon, which sucks for him. But, I mean, yeah, but, you know. Hey, probably a good-paying gig. Oh, Yeah. That man's getting paid out getting the butt. Paid. Bank, bank, bank. Rubber bad banks. Uh, what worked for you in this movie, and what didn't work? Um, honestly, I hadn't seen this since I was like way younger. Mm-hmm. So this was when I was young. I found this movie a lot more entertaining than I did like as an adult because yeah. it was like this like American pie, you know. That that yeah, that era of uh, coming of age high yeah. school. I think uh, a lot Their of boobies the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be so R-rated. I thought it was a PG-13 movie, honestly. So no, did I really. when yeah. we started watching it. I was like, "Wait, he just it, said fuck he, he said like fuck twice." A couple times. He's talking about fucking a pig. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like I don't is... think you can do that in a PG-13 movie. <laughs> Man, the 90s were wild. Yeah. Different time for the MPAA. <laughs> um Yeah, I had never seen this, so I I don't have any sort of like nostalgia blindness yeah. to it. Um, although I've found that I do have that just with like '90s films in general. That even if I've never seen them, like yeah, watching those Harrison them. Ford, Jack Ryan Hell ones, always yeah, like, "Clear and Present Danger." And oh shit. yeah, like the '90s aesthetic with like the clunky computers and the fashion yep. and everything. I'm like, "Wow, this is like a fucking time portal to my childhood." Yep. I'm going Paul Walker timeline. Everybody's out here again. shopping fashion bugs. <laughs> Everybody's shopping at fashion bugs and fucking driving VW bugs and. Buying VHS tapes and clamshell cases. Yep. I love a good clamshell case. Good old days. I used to have the Space Jam VHS in a clamshell with a collector's edition Space Jam coin. Well, hot damn. God damn, I was the talk of the fucking town. (laughs) The first time I saw Space Jam, I was over at my friend's place. It had just come out in VHS or whatever. And it was his birthday. He was having a birthday party. And they'd put it on while they were waiting for the adults to get ready. And then, like, the party was about to start, and so all the kids went upstairs, I was like, no, I'm staying down here, I'm finishing this fucking movie, this shit, yeah. like, I'm, I'm in. I've never seen, before, seen anything like this in my <laughs> life. life. You got cartoons interacting with real men. Man, this is fucking wild. <laughs> Human man from Ghostbusters is running around with Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig. Making clear jokes. <laughs> Larry isn't white, He's, He's clear. clear. Classic gag. Yeah, okay. What worked for you and what didn't? Uh, I really liked it towards the beginning when it was more of like a satirical comedy about the high school stuff, and if it had kept that vibe throughout, yeah. then I, I really would have enjoyed it. It and started it, to take itself too seriously. Yeah, it did have those elements, but then it would just be like too much of the soap opera yep. stuff, I think, where they just played... It should have been so more comedy. Things. Yeah. Yeah, if it had just been like a purely not a black comedy but definitely like a satire of this right. high school shit throughout. Well, you had Scott Con like crushing it right <laughs> off the start. Yeah, if it would, if it had all been sort of over the top like that, but uh, the soap opera stuff just dragged it down for me. And the, like Which, you said earlier the love storylines like did not work at all. They just didn't make sense to me. I was no. so confused. It didn't feel like if you're going to go serious with that shit Make it feel like real, tangible human emotion. Like, yeah, like the Friday Night Lights TV show. Like yep. I could get invested in you know Riggins and fucking Lila, yeah. Tyra and Landry. God forbid. Yeah, oh, jeez. Landry murdering a man. <laughs> <laughs> all for the pussy. All for the pussy. I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> man, that writer strike. Oh, good god. Um. But yeah, there was there was no. Maybe, maybe you know what it is—is is maybe the screenplay needed like a womanly presence, right? Yeah, like, some of the a stronger like, female, some, some of the women, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, Tyla, Ty, Tyla, Tyla. Tyra and Lila are like very strong female characters in Friday Night Lights. I mean, look at the writer of this film—it's a guy in a, like a backwards yeah. bandana that with a guy. cigar in his mouth. Yeah, that guy has never written a believable woman character in <sighs> Good his life. Christ. Um, hold on—he wrote uh, Point Break. No shit. Uh-oh, what'd he do? He was he was one of the writers. Okay, he got a story and screenplay play, play, play credits. Screenplay? He, he wrote Point Break and Patriot Games. Oh, shit. So, <clears throat> well, go he's, fucking figure. He's got some bangers, but... But, uh... I feel like a lot of the success of Point Break was both the cast and then Catherine Bigelow yep. finding some of the, the homoeroticism in that. And, yep. Uh, yeah, that guy. Did, did. Maybe, maybe if Varsity Blues had more homoeroticism in it, then it could have had more. It, yeah, like uh, I thought. Toward the end, they're they're feeding the ball to the black guy because uh, he's calling plays on the fly, and John Voight won't let him run it in. And then uh, James Vanderbeek's like, "We're going to get you a touchdown." And the guy gets hurt, and they got him in the back room. And James Vanderbeek comes walking in on him. He's laid up on the table, and they're going to give him the shot. I thought it would have been a nice, fun little twist if the black guy had his pants all the way off and his dick out. Yeah. And like John Voigt was going to jerk it off and suck it or something like that. He's like, like we got to get it hard before we put the needle in. Right. Put it. the needle into your dick. Yep. You got to get this monster hog standing upright at so, attention. So there, there, there's the two ways of success for Varsity Blues in my mind. There's three ways of success. One, you just play it over the top satire the whole time. Yep. Uh, two, you get a woman in the writers' room to punch up that script, especially the roles for the women. Yep. Or uh, three, you make it gay as hell. Yeah. Show me some man-on-dick right. action. Have Vanderbeek and Paul Walker fuck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. He turns down. He turns, turns down her, Larder, his girlfriend right. and his sister because he wants he wa- to. Fuck he him. truly wanted to fuck Paul. Yep. Which who wouldn't? It's true. I mean, every sixteen-year-old, every sixteen-year-old sure. girl in the Malibu region. Yep. Just up getting, and down the coast, getting their pussies pounded and get shaved and uh getting their pussies shaved <laughs> shaved and then drinking tequila off them yep uh should powers booth have been in this well absolutely i mean it's a like a, like last week it's a film about texas football uh put him in the coach role yep, instead of john, john voight. Voight. i like john voight but so do i but man powers, powers Booth. Booth. Powers i mean john voight did two of the greatest things in the history of the world one he gave us his performance in Anaconda. Yep. And two, he goddamn was the father of Angelina Jolie. Yep. Who shows her booby and hackers. And hackers. <laughs> Mostly just thank you for hackers. Yeah. <laughs> Without John Voigt, hackers wouldn't be possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, put put Powers Booth in that role, cussing at the kids. Get yep. the fuck out of here. Give him the uh, cartoon chop. You fat fuck being a crybaby. Fat fucking pussy, get out there. Yeah. Smoking a cigar. Yep. It would be fucking pure art dude the statue would have him with a cigar god damn dude i can just imagine it now fuck yeah who's the hottest person in this motherfucking movie it's a tough one uh, Scott, billy, billy bob oh yeah <laughs> scott Conn. it was i was torn between billy bob and scott, scott con and the, bacon it was the sideburns wasn't it yep um scott Conn was looking shredded dude like yeah at one um, point he's like almost naked Paul Walker was mostly covered up in this one. Yeah, he's wearing a, big jackets his crutches and stuff, and stuff, wearing his Letterman jackets. Uh, you know, I got to go with uh, Allie Larder for the iconic scene. Yeah, you know, for the iconic whip scene. I definitely found Amy Smart more attractive than oh, her, though. Oh, yeah, Amy Smart, man. But I think I think that's just nostalgia for a road trip. Yeah, you know, I and, jerked off to that scene so many fucking times. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say nostalgia for Kiefer Sutherland's mirrors. Oh, dude, I re- I saw that <laughs> shit in theaters. She like rip her own jaw or something. Some she like kills herself some heinous yeah. way, but she shows her boobies yeah. in that too. Good God, man! He she be- shows her booby miles. This guy loves boobies. I do love boobies. I love I love celebrity dicks. I love celebrity boobies. I want to see them all in the nude. I want to see nude celebrity statues. I think every movie way. should just be acted in the nude. Yeah. Let's get it Greco-Roman wrestling style. Yep. Everyone's out there just completely naked. fucking naked, but we're not sexualizing the human form with the camera. What we're no. doing, we're just at a distance. You know, Soderbergh Magic Mike XXL style. We're not fondling and groping the muscles and the, no. the tendons and the ligaments and the They're human beings. They're human beings and we just like to admire the grace of their forms. Yes. Exactly. So, you know what? Even Billy Boy, show us his fucking Show me. Show me his ass, show me his dick. So I'm sure he could have, like, lifted his stomach up at some point to show his dick. Right, and just swinging around, meat spin style. Yep. We wanted more more gay fucking in Varsity Blues. Always need more gay fucking. And more dick sucking. Yep. That's what movies sh- are all about, man. Fucking chicks and sucking dicks. God, I couldn't have said it better myself. Couldn't have said it better, man. Varsity Blues, out of six Coronas, I'm gonna give it two and a half. Yeah, I'm going two and a half. Two and, five, and a half, really, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking that this was going to be higher for me. I was thinking three and a half at the start. I it started off hot. Yep. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm chuckling. I'm, uh, I'm into it. I like the. the well, just my memory of it, but yeah. seeing as an adult, I'm like it kind of wilted. This is a dumbass movie. The, the flower wilted. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Um, it was lo- it was long too. It was closer to two hours yep. and it was. Like an it. it should have been like ninety or a hundred maybe. Mm-hmm. 90 90 easy. You could have <laughs> easily 90. fit that yeah, shit you in. You could have sliced out a lot. Um, It made me want to watch Halloween 5 for some reason. I don't know why. Really? I don't know why. Hmm. Got me thinking about Halloween 5. That's one with Paul Rudd? No, that's 6. Okay. That's a good one, too. I mean, they're not good by any sort of metric, but they're good to me. Yeah, they're fun. 5 has, uh, it's got uh, Jamie, and she's got a psychic connection with Michael Myers in that one. Okay. Because she was also in 4. So she's in 4 and 5. 1245 No, she's in I think she's in 6 as well. She, she, so 12456 totally. H2O. Um No, no, no. And then she's in the remakes. Uh Danielle Harris. She plays uh, the friend of Lori. Hold on. Let me look her up. You talking about Jamie Lee Curtis? No, no, no. Not oh, Jamie Lee oh. Curtis. The character's name is Jamie. Oh, Daniel okay. Danielle Harris, this chick. Oh, okay, her. She's a scream queen. Hey, man. Gotta make her money now. Okay, somehow. yeah, sorry. She was just in 4 and 5 and then the zombie ones. Okay. Gotta love her. Yep. Anyway, I just and wanted to watch five. 5. 5 has uh, Tina, and she's got a big bag of Doritos at one point, and they go to a party at a Love me some Doritos. Farm, and Michael Myers is tromping around a barn, killing people with goddamn pitchforks and stuff. Classic barn fucks. Yeah, dude. Who doesn't love a good barn kill? And... He's driving around in a car at one point. Okay. Never seen Michael Myers drive. He drives in the first Halloween. Does he? He drives a station wagon. I haven't seen any of those oh, in yeah. years. I, I'm going to rewatch them before uh, the yeah. new one comes oh, out. Oh, do it, man. Do it. Well, yeah. it's like Those are my mom's favorite movies. Aside from three. That's dude. She still she gets so pissed off three. when I bring it up. We were watching it one night at your house, I remember, and it started playing the Silver Shamrock yep. theme, and she goes, oh, that fucking movie, that fucking song. <laughs> yep. Doot, 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 doot uh it's almost halloween time this will be coming out in a couple weeks it's toward the end of september yep uh next week we are yeah it's the rock again it's gridiron gang. gridiron gang and then we're done with football month well and then this would be coming out so i guess you can discuss what we did monday oh yeah so last week you would have heard our friday night lights episode and yep. then we were also on Uh, Sleazoids, Sleazoids. a podcast hosted by Josh Lewis and Jamie Miller Where we talk about a double feature of our choosing And my choosing was Predator and Southern Comfort And so we talked about that for a good probably hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes And so I think that came out last Saturday Because they just just dropped uh, the Gremlins Gremlins 2 episode today And I was listening to that a little bit last night yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Those those are two great guys, and I appreciate them having us on. Yeah, thank you for having us. If you're listening, good lord knows if anybody actually is listening to us at this point. We were talking about men fucking pigs today. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows? We're hell on our shout-outs. We always yeah. tend to get the shout-outs in with some, yeah. some really wild shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So shout-out to Slezoids if you want to hear us ramble about some other movies that aren't, Fast and Furious related. You can find us there. But are Powers Booth related? Yes. We do talk about Powers Booth quite a bit. So yeah. uh, check out Sleezoids. That's wherever you find your podcast. iTunes. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, fucking. They're way more popular than us. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think they said YouTube. They're on YouTube now. Oh, so. man. They're on the boob tube? Goddamn, they're on the boob tube. So we're everywhere, man. Hey, if you want to have us on your podcast, just let us know, man. Yeah, we'll we're do at it. Podfast Podcast on Twitter. We'll make That's time. the easiest way to contact us. Yeah. Um,. And then next month, October, we're doing Spooky Month. We're doing horror movies, baby. Spooky. We uh, we got to line it up. I think we got a special guest joining us for one of our movies. Uh, yeah. Man, we got some Vin Diesel for you. We got some Jordana Brewster for you. We got some Paul Walker for you. Yeah. And, uh, that's we've good. actually, I think we've got, it looks like we may have a special guest at least. Once per month yeah, from here on out. Yeah, now. Yeah, possibly. So, hopefully. We're talking about having the return of Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear could be back. You heard Pooh Bear last on our Iron Giant episode. He wants to join us for, uh... And that was his idea. We actually, like, switched the movies out. We yeah. had something else lined up. It was going to be Chronicles of Riddick. That's right. And Which I guess we can do for Space Alien month. Yep. now it slides right into Space, Space Aliens. Alien hey, so we'll see y'all around. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. Salud! Me familiar. a me a me ding dong.